This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Your Location Is Not Your Goddamn Destination. I have been telling you niggas this for almost a year. Yeah. It's about to be a year next week yeah. that your location is not your goddamn destination. Your final destination. And no final destination tease, but ooh. with that being said, I gotta go. I I'm find me a woman. I'm out here looking for women's <laughs> women, women, women. I am looking for women's. Y'all are not gonna take take me off of my journey nope. looking for women. We are both out here looking for women. And so, if you are a woman listening to this podcast and you were like a gay man in your life, oh, we're looking. We're okay. both looking. I'm I am looking out here women. looking. I got because binoculars. I ordered them on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I have uh. Some condoms. I went to Dick's Sporting Goods. I didn't know why I was there, but I went to Dick's. Well, you didn't get an AR-15, so that's a start. Uh, so now I'm looking for women. Yeah, we're our, <laughs> our location is not our destination. Right now, we're at Dick right now, and we're trying, to, we're trying to get to pussy. So um, if you can help us in that destination, that would be so great. Can you explain to me why I'm doing this? I'm, I'm down. You know, it's like, it's like BFF Co. I'm always down, but girl, we're going to talk about this later, right? <laughs> Uh, Do you want some kids? Oh, no. You want to continue no, no, this no, letter? No. Then you're going to be the last matters of the world. I'm not opposed. No, he's I not. I don't gonna, know what you're talking he about. He shouldn't be the last matters of the world, and I'm not going to be the last Superman of the world. And that's oh. why we are here looking for women's because oh. we're breeders. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. This <laughs> we're is like sex with no condom. You know, I'm team condom. You're we're, team prep, but I'm team condom. We're breeders. Uh-huh. And so if you um, know a willing vagina out there, that is allowing gay penis inside of it. Let us know. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> let, us, <laughs> let us know. We would like to put our gay penises in your straight vaginas. I no clue. <laughs> but I, I hope there's a joke. Like right at the end of the podcast, he's gonna bring this back around <laughs> and tell you the joke. I have faith. I am the Superman. T H E E S U P A M A N. You can find me on anything. You can find any gay nigga on. I am also AKA Mr. Still Your Husband um, and BKA the Little Latin Boy in Drag. Oh, I'm surprised you're not the Coochie Connoisseur this week because you know you've I've been, been the Coochie Connoisseur all the week. Especially weeks. given this whole thing that you introduced the podcast. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course, RonaldMatters.com. Hello. This is your colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with prep advocate and sex specialist. Me. And um, LGBT culture blogger. Him. Ronald Matters. What's our icebreaker this week? Our icebreaker, <clears throat> we have a two-part icebreaker because we got to break some ice. Okay. Um, our first is icebreaker. Is the Volvo different from the clitoris? Yes. <laughs> Since I'm looking for women now, I need to, I need to <laughs> You got to figure out the women part. What is the women part? So parts? the vulva is the outside part. The okay. clitoris is like the men in the, the thing, both a little. They say you're supposed to it's focus the, on it's the It's the head of the dick. So if yeah, They say it's the most sensitive. Is Something the most sensitive. is the most sensitive. Yeah. Okay. So like women can have orgasms just by the clitoris. And, and some women have enlarged clitorises. Clitori is the multiple. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm um, learning women. I'm but now. if it's if it's really that big, I'm like, are you trans? I don't understand. Oh my gosh, it's offensive. Anyway, our uh, icebreaker this week <laughs> that is offensive. Our icebreaker this week is um, inspired by RuPaul's Drag Race, which we're currently watching. Is almost the season finale of RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race All Star season three, and so if you had to lip sync for your life, and you get to pick a song. A fast song and a slow song. Which songs are you going to pick to lip sync for your life to? 
Fast song is definitely Beyonce Crazy in Love. Ooh. I have been doing that routine <laughs> for since 2003 when Beyonce first came out with that song. Mm-hmm. It's 2018. The new tour is coming. What's the remix of the dance? We're, I'm ready to learn it. We're going to get there. And if I had to do a slow song, I would want to do Bitter by Shantae Moore. Ooh. Stop calling my phone, nigga. Ooh. Please leave me alone. So you can lip sync and deliver to that. Nigga. Okay. You get on my nerves, nigga. <laughs> I wish you well, but right now, I'm just bitter. Bitter by Shantae Moore. Woo! Tell the nigga get out of my face. And I want to have on a gown. I want to start very Ethereal. Kennedy Davenport tease. Because you know, she's a pageant. I want to start very Alyssa Edwards. I want my hair to be to the moon. And then I want to have on a, I want to strip away. I want to, mm, I want to end up with the, I'm bitter, but nigga, don't I look good? In a bikini. And I look good. I want to end up Mariah Carey. Ooh. Very. Mm. That's how Mariah Carey actually ended up. <laughs> that's, first of all, that's how Mariah Carey starts. She's like, I'm just going to put on a fur and then just like reveal and then that's what's up. Um, Fast song. Fast song for me is definitely also a Beyonce song. Yeah. Um, and fight us if you would like about both of us having Beyonce songs because fuck you if you don't have one. Um, don't fuck us because we don't want to fight you. I said fight us. Oh, sure. I like to fight them from Memphis. Yeah, Detroit. So cool. That's a fight. Um, <laughs> Freakum Dress. Ooh. So Freakum Dress is like my quintessential mm-hmm. put my spirits right, gather my energies together. Beyonce and, and song. Super, Superman is at your house. That needs to be on your playlist. Agreed. Um, and so if I had to lip sync for my life, my life, mm-hmm. I would definitely lip sync to Freakin' Dress because I know all the words and I can, I can, I can, oh, yeah. What mask? What Ooh. film? Um, Slow Song, Out on the Limb by Tina Marie, Ooh. Um, which has also been a song for my soul before, uh, but Out on the Limb just gives me, I can win the pageant, I can slow, I can, you know emote with my mouth mm-hmm. um and i will win that is a good icebreaker don't you um the other icebreaker this week is <clears throat> both of us being very somewhat new to dc but now used to dc since we've been here a while now. new to dc i thought you were talking about nudity i was like oh wow that's only you but <laughs> um if you were on the train, you as a gay man, is uh-huh. it okay for you to get up to let a woman sit down for you? Um, it depends on my mood. <laughs> it really depends. This is so okay. This is me being honest. Which Do I'm you sure use I'm your get. bottom privilege and say, no, "Listen, no. I take dick just like you take dick." No, it depends. Like if it's like I can see, like this is like a 35, 40 year old woman. She's dresses regular but she just got on her sneakers right now for the commute mm-hmm. I'll move for her but if it's like a 20 year old girl and she get on the train with flaming hots and she arguing with her friend who's also female under age 25 that don't look like she has a career <laughs> I'm not moving I'm gonna stay where I'm at cause I have a career I have a, I have a career I work all day I'm moved I don't I'm know bothered. what they're doing with their flaming hots and their pink starbursts but if you're not a career looking fish then I'm not moving because I am career fish. <laughs> now, prosecute me as you need be, but the check deposit every two weeks and I'm salary. So, how about that? Well, um, 
I unfortunately semi agree. Uh, <laughs> What's the unfortunate part about it then? Uh, Christmas not coming. No, because other people ain't would, no toys on no, the other people, uh, No, that? other people would look at me and assume that I would get up for every female, Mm-mm. and I also. Semi agree with Ron. If I can see your leave say, out, mm-mm. if your braids have been refreshed since she first put them in I'm not, four months ago, if I'm on the train, I'm not getting no. up. I'm not getting up for nobody no. that's not older than me or disabled. No, I'm if you a young woman, pregnant, I definitely. Move. Oh, you, or pregnant? Yes. Now, pregnant, twenty years old. I'll move. First of all, you're twenty years old and you're pregnant. When I already going through a lot. This is going on. I'm gonna. Move. You've been through that before. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Women's, women's, women's. Hello, I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. So <laughs> I gotta go. So that's been our icebreakers this week. Make sure you uh, subscribe, share, like this podcast if you've never heard us before. If you go, are guys. just now getting to hear us, I gotta find make me sure you strap your seatbelt up because it's about to be a bumpy ride from here on out. And when I say that, oh. I would also like to shout out my co-star for winning. The award for bad bitch of the year at the um, Project Briggs Awards that yep. we went to this past Sunday. Um, she won with some other girls that we don't know their names, but she was there um, mm-hmm. and won uh, the bad bitch award. Shout out to the bold brave thirty. <laughs> yeah, bad bitch award. That's what I meant. Um, other girls, all the other twenty nine girls deserve their things. And anytime we can give the girls their things, do not take away their accolades. We love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your contribution. Con, I said cunt, and so I got lost. Mm. Contribution. You, you got lost in cunt. Um, I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. Women. Women, 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 women. Um, yes, we appreciate everyone and love everyone. And everyone was not female. I mean, male. Everyone was not heterosexual. But shout out to the um, public Or gay affirming, because there was a lot of church girls there that don't talk about gay shit in a pulpit. Thank you to everyone for all of your contributions to the progression of LGBT culture in America. And a special shout out to Raheem Briggs for um, being bald-headed, cute, sexy, um, tall. I'm not trying to take you from your man, but... Somebody hey. was asking me, was I dating you? And I was like, um, first of all, bald headed is like one. Me or him? For dating me. Oh. Somebody thought I was dating you. And then I was like, bald headed is number one in the criteria. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not bald yet. Like, no. give me like two years. <laughs> I was like, and then my, my hairline will be receding. And then I'm going to take all the shit off. <laughs> okay. Well, I took my roof off at the red light. Ah. Okay. Take the top off your way back. Um, but yeah, I was like, but Bartell is not bald headed, so how does this work? I just have an affinity for bald guys. I can see in that. all spaces, tops and bottoms, <clears throat> top and below. I mean, pubes. I don't like a hair down there. Well, because I like to reach the base, mm, and I need. Well, speaking of the base and tops and bottoms, <laughs> on the run tour is actually happening. O T R I I. And we don't have no money for it. So uh, if you would like us to be broadcasting live here for a podcast, yep. you can uh, go over to our Patreon. You can donate at least a dollar a month. That would be so clutch and so beautiful and mm-hmm. so needed. Mm-hmm. So we can go to the On The Run Tour and um, give you this colorful com- commentary from On The Run Tour. On Instagram Live. Because um, if y'all buy us third row seats or 69th row seats, hello. We'll take all the above. We can be in the back. I'm not opposed. I've been kicked out of worse or whatever the saying is. 
<laughs> being kicked out of work. Yeah. So how do you, I posted the meme? Beyonce once told the girls to leave their man at home, but here go Beyonce taking she her take, man. She with needs her. to take her own advice. And I was like, bitch, I've been looking at memes and quotes and comments here all day, but this one resonates. I need to retweet this, repost it on my Insta. I feel like um, they have recorded this duo album, and she's like, before I can actually release other shit that I really want to release, I just gotta get this shit out the way. On the Run Tour is actually kind of a little bit beneath me, but I guess we have three kids now, and um, we need to make some money to feed these kids. Yeah. <clears throat> and so let me just go out on tour with this nigga one more again and get this out the way. And then I can go back to my normal sledge. And she'll be like, nigga, I did it with you twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't. You I'm can't, not going on tour with you no more. <laughs> you can't judge me for this. And I did a whole album with you. I ain't did no album with nobody. The You've did albums with other people. Oh, wow. Mm, Jay Z has done multiple albums with other people. And that's part of the problem. Um. Mm. Um. So. So I'm. I'm still excited. Um. If I can find a uh Groupon for it, I am going to go. Oh, you're gonna reduce her to Sierra Internache realness? Wow, a Groupon. I'm poor. And so oh. if y'all subscribe to our Patreon, I won't. I'll be less poor, and that'll be real great. And then I maybe because she coming in July, no pause. And I'm July like, 28th. I already have it marked DC on my calendar. Is not. And so I don't know if I have to fuck somebody or get a scout ticket or not. But I just would like to be in presence. On okay, July can you 28th. get seats for three? Let me know. Do he need a is he verse? Ooh, and speaking of shows, uh, Wendy Williams show has come back. This new guy can go. <laughs> I love Wendy Williams. You know, like, she is my idol. When, there's a RuPaul. Well, I don't know. RuPaul or Wendy Williams. Who's RuPaul over Wendy Williams every wow. fucking day. Even though RuPaul has been problematic RuPaul this year. first. Wendy Williams is I always agree, problematic. Because I'm definitely for the culture, as we will talk about later. I'm for the culture first. And definitely. <laughs> for the um, culture. Mm, is it we the culture? I forget the name. I don't know. I don't. <sighs> I'm throwing shade. I do things for myself. <laughs> if Ronald matters things, they matter to me. Sign me up. But anyway, main point. Um, yeah, because he's ta- he <clears> talks <throat> about his wife and his two daughters, but I'm just like... Mm. So Jerry O'Connell is someone that Wendy Williams had previously picked to... Um, she said he was one of, he was her favorite guest outside yes. of Kathy Griffin, who's passed recently. Um, and he, uh, he was also... Not uh, Kathy Griffin. Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers, wow. Uh, he was also someone that she picked to co-host with Kelly on um, whatever ABC. Kelly, John and Kelly Ripper or... Whatever Ryan Seacrest currently is doing yeah. that he ain't got no business Wendy doing. didn't recommend him for that. Yeah. Uh, so she picked him and he would be a really good pick for that with that, that like, over there. spunky ABC. white girl yeah. thing. And he's also a spunky white girl. So it would work. Yeah. But him being in a black... Girl spot is just y'all can just let it go and and a lot of people were saying that but why why can we let it go yeah I don't because it's stupid it oh. it's not it's not entertaining mm-hmm. it's it's obviously um he's really he's a fan and that's good um but he's really not a host he's not a host for that time slot and for, practice. That, and for that demographic yeah. and so for other demographics like 7 o'clock in the morning soccer moms he would be a great demographic but for black women and Ten gays o'clock. and shit he's not entertaining he was talking about oh and safari pics leaked and I was like and oh. he apparently had seen it as well and then was I trying was to like, provide commentary like, while being heterosexual at the same time 
Why so are you I'm watching a- Love and Hip Hop New York? Why are you watching Real Housewives of Atlanta? Why are you watching... Now, real, I think it was like Real Housewives of New Jersey or something had came on. Okay, cool. But like his critiques on what Safari had going on, I didn't know whether to be honored or offended. I'm not either, because I, I don't believe that he's... And there um, was no ill will. Yeah, I don't believe he has any ill will. That's why I'm not offended. If I felt like he was typically more conservative, then I would have ill will, and I would be reading the fuck out of him on this episode right tweet, now. Tweet, tweet, tweet. But I love Jerry O'Connell like yeah. ev- in every other thing that he's he does. Cool. He's a great actor. Um, He fine. Yeah. As shit. He really is fine as a white man anyway. Um, but I just don't feel like that he is the right person to fill this space. And so pundits were saying that Wendy uh, on purpose put him in this space because she would be wanted more when she comes back. Ooh. And people would miss her more Ooh. if they had, um, you know, Another somebody that nobody wants to see no more. And people were tired of white men. Right. And so when she comes back on, let's say she comes back on Monday, if she does. She's supposed to. Allegedly. Report, he's been wearing the word alleged out and you don't know what he said like, so you're not even saying it the right way confirmed <laughs> but if she does come back on Monday people will miss her so much more because he didn't do a no, job just... on par with what she would have done Ooh. and on par with what a gay man would have done or another woman would have done so if she put up Bevy Smith in the baby um, could slay that Right, Baby but nobody that. would miss Wendy Williams. It's down the street from her house. Confirmed, but it nobody would happen. miss Wendy Williams if she put Bevy Smith in that place, and Bevy Smith should have been in that place. Ooh, but if that, Bevy would have been a good co-host, I never Bevy, thought about that. Yeah, and so wow. if, if if she put Bevy in that place, nobody would have missed Wendy, and would be like, "Oh my God, I can't wait till Wendy comes back." But if she puts a white, boring heterosexual man in that place, then people Ooh. are like, "Oh my God, I can't wait till Wendy comes back on Monday." Please, Lord Jesus. Um, oh so Jerry O'Connell, you still find this shit. Um, I still would love to welcome you with open arms and open well, legs. I need to see the pics and vids first, but I don't need to see no. Like, I've seen you probably. I've seen beat. other things, no, so I don't eat, need beat and skeet. Yeah, mm. where you go. So. Anyway, I'm opening him with open arms, <laughs> open legs. Hashtag eat beat and skeet and an open mouth. <laughs> I used to come home from high school drunk. <laughs> Okay, that was from no, that was from New York. Remember when she was on Celebrity Big Brother and she was like, "I'm I'm opening." Anyway, oh wow, Doctor Heavenly is my petty goals. Petty goals. So I am yeah. petty already, um, but I, I am know. apparently not as petty as motherfucking Doctor Heavenly on no, Married to not. Medicine. So if you have not seen the most recent episode of uh, the Married to Medicine reunion. Dr. Heavenly got into it with Mariah uh-huh. through multiple shots and shade. And then when they went backstage, they breaked for lunch. <laughs> they, some, some of them bitches is fat and hungry. Andy I understand said, that. let's break for lunch right now. I understand that. Yeah. When they did that, um, Dr. Heavenly proceeded to take her Sharpie to Mariah's face on her door. It was really classy. The picture on her door was really classy. It was until until she had Dr. it blown up and put on her door. I was uh, like, "The damn, that is really smart." Until Doctor Heavenly fucked that shit up and drew a mustache and horns on that bitch. Said, mm, "Uh oh, mm, I have something to say." Uh oh, I'm Jasmine Masters and I have something to say. So she's my petty goals, and I'm just gonna move on from that because that's a whole other thing. I want to talk about what Quad and Doctor G is going through. Uh huh. They they're gonna be divorced one in the next because Doctor G is he is technically bald head. He just like keeps the shave real low so y'all can't see he bald head. 
Um, and he thick, which is my dream, and he got a goatee, which is also goals. Those are my three requirements. Um, so quad, if you are not gonna give them in a child, I'll give them one. Word. And I don't like children. I, as previously stated, we can adopt. I will for Doctor G. Get sign me up. Word. Babe, we go to the agency tomorrow. Um, Doctor G is just so fine to me. I don't know if that makes me gay. With his light ass voice, with his uh, mini scooter, <laughs> mini Cooper. Cooper. I don't know what it is. You can have him. You and Quad. Nobody else want him. I will find out an oxtail recipe. I know, like two episodes ago, you said you hate oxtails. He don't even. He well, ox- lives for oxtails. No, that's uh, Heavenly's husband. First of all, I've been here for like five seasons with Dr. G. I know that he likes oxtails. All right. Work. So, um, whatever Dr. G needs, I'm here for it. I'm so sad to see Dr. Simone and Cecil break up. No one expected this. Even the couples on the show said. Yeah. We looked to Even Heavenly was like, she thought her marriage was perfect. Mm. She even looks to Cecil and Dr. Simone. But... Um, in other heterosexual news, um, I've Amber Rose and Twenty One Savage. Ugh, that's not <laughs> how you go from mm, no. girls with degrees and being. <laughs> that's not nobody's news. Um, Eva Marcel is definitely my favorite housewife now. Oh, and it's not just because I know her. But and she Shamia really... married an African who has money, and you don't. Even... That's also not even a new housewife's plot point. <laughs> like every. Hashtag storyline <laughs> at all. Eva Marcel is my new favorite housewife. Previously, you know, I took a lot of flack and um, anger and reads. Kenya was previously my most favorite housewife because I identified with her. I understood what she was doing. She didn't do everything that was right, but she did it for viewings and ratings and to solidify her place on the show. Mm-hmm. Eva Marcel is about to do the goddamn same thing. I don't think she's gonna be as annoying to other people. As Kenya has been, but I see what she's doing and I see her plot. She is about to have a peach and she's about to be the leader of the show. Um, I definitely, definitely was excited for Marlo Hampton to have an interview scene this week <laughs> because I know she's waiting for the first time in like five years seasons for an interview scene. So, shout out to seven, Marlo. Seven summers and six winters? What is Seven it? more winters. It's cold most of the Seven winters. Seven and winters six, and six, six summers. Yes. She on the Remy Ma tour <laughs> is Marlo Hampton. I keep having to tell you that it's more winters than summers. But I don't care about Remy Ma. That's why I don't. I still don't know and don't care. Wake me up early. Nobody. She's still asleep. <laughs> First of all, in jail, they will wake you up early. Girl. <laughs> I'm not even going there. I'm not touching that. I have one thing to say. I gotta I'm finish. Gonna find my woman. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go find my woman. I gotta go find my women. Women, women, women. Where are you guys? I gotta go. They are running I from you. They are running in the opposite the goddamn Seven direction. Seven winners, six summers, thirteen summers. They are running in the opposite <laughs> direction. And so, in local straight news, since we're still on straight shit, we're gonna get to the gay shit in five seconds. Oh, okay. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> I gotta go. We still on straight shit. I gotta go. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go. go. You gonna find women when you go? I gotta finish exercising because Pride Month is coming up. Hello. Come on, get the summer body together. And his body still look the same. (laughs) (laughs) What is he out here running for? Hey, because his body has looked the same for the past two years that we've known him from the Kojic conference. He's still been flat. Well, flat, yes, and fat, and bloated, and 
what are you doing all this? Ex- anyway, it sounds um, like you're body shaming, but okay. No, I'm shaming. I have to just shaming. I have to deal with it. Just shaming. I'm just okay. shaming. Anyway, um, local radio star host Danny Star has been catching a lot of flack because she walked off of her show. She read girls because her co-stars brought on um, someone that they knew that she did not like, someone that she did not hire to antagonize her. So if you don't know the story, um, check out DC Radio Local News. Danny Starr is the subject of the discussion. So what had happened was Danny Starr was looking for a babysitter for her baby. She got a husband at home with a dick. Shouldn't they got a man? Hello. She said, I'm not hiring the fine bitch to be no. the babysitter, the nanny, no. to my baby. Because no, no, my no. husband is also at home and he has a dick. No, I don't want to be like Lisa Nicole. I watched Married to Medicine. She interviewed this fine chocolate queen because she is cute. Where would they? On the radio? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, she interviewed her in person. Oh. The girl came to the house. She told the girl, no, thank you, ma'am. Mm-mm. I think you have a great resume, but we're just going in a different direction with this. Basically. Um, we're going in a different direction. And the girl felt red because she thought she was too cute for the job, even though Danny Starr didn't Well, she knew she was cute enough. She knew she was, but even even though Danny Starr didn't even tell her she was too cute for the job, uh-huh. she felt that that was the reason that she didn't even get the job. Uh-huh. So she called the radio station. So she called the radio station and talked to the co-hosts. Petty. This girl's co-workers. This girl's co-workers, girl's co-workers. heard her story, said, I think you might be right. Come up here on Tuesday. Come up here on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> And we're going to confront our other co-host. Gag. About, <laughs> about not hiring you. And you get to be on the radio. Because nobody what? knows your name. I did not listen to this before. I did. Okay. It is a mess. Okay. And all I'm going to say in addressing this story is this story is in it line. A personal matter. This story is in line with the T.S. Madison and Kaya shit that we are filtering off of our discussions currently. But... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pick your co-host wisely, because I guarantee to you, if my co-host would have done the same thing, that is, we won't have no more show. Oh, I can tell you, the girl walks in, I'm like, does she won't get uploaded to no, no at all? They put her on the show to confront the other co-host who is also a co-host on the show. Where's your loyalty? There is no loyalty with these so, girls out here. After we break up with this, we gonna cut to. Kendrick Lamar Riona, what y'all go cut to after this? So, so Danny Star was absolutely right for walking off the show because she didn't want to fight them niggas in the moment and didn't want to fight that bitch in the moment. Because I would have fucked up the whole V one hundred one brand or where they was Atlanta. We're not giving them that. Oh, um, I don't know where they were. I would have fucked up this whole company brand. I would have fucked up not even my just just my personal brand. So it's best if I just walk away. Yeah, that's what she did. <laughs> um, and if I was Danny Star, I would have hired some niggas to beat up her co-hosts. Um, because you they can't say that. that out loud. You gotta wait like three months. Man. You gotta wait like ninety two day on ninety day day ninety seven. She can. I, I'm not. I'm okay. not. Yeah. You gotta wait. She need to get their ass whooped. They need their ass whooped for that. And so if you're not following the story, go look up the story. DC Radio Danny Star. It was a mess. Um, and it is a continued message in picking your partners and your friends in business. And obviously, them niggas were not her friends. Um, 
Next, <clears throat> Rachel, the White Panther. Dolezal has a Netflix special. <laughs> the White Panther. <laughs> She's the White Panther. She's the she is she's the White Panther. Hey, you have that. You you have it. Full Rachel the White Panther Dolazal has a special on Netflix. Her kids are dragging her. Everyone else is dragging her. Um, and I'm jealous. I, I gotta would... go, guys. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm trying to find these women out here. I'm trying to find women, just black women. I gotta not, go. Not those women. Yeah, not to confuse the Rachel Dolezal. <sighs> I gotta go. Her son was like, I would really not like to talk about this, but you brought these cameras in the house. You and- know I'm getting ready at school for this all the time. And then he, she went and, I mean, her son went and sat down for the interview. And he was like, well, is there anything that you would like to tell us that we don't already know? <laughs> and the son was like, no, there is nothing extra that I would like for you to know. <laughs> like, and if there was, I wouldn't tell you. Ugh! Even the producers is getting on his nerves. <laughs> like, go away. And word on the curb is Rachel didn't get any no, dollars. Because no the girls was like, so y'all taking 500k from Monique, but y'all won't even give Rachel's... What is it? Rachel y'all the White take, Panther, dollars all. Y'all are giving Panther. money to Rachel, but not giving money to Monique. And then Netflix released a statement. We are not um, giving anything to... Elizabeth McGuire for this documentary. She just would like to tell the story and we allowed her to publish it on our platform. So y'all mean to tell me that Rachel Dolezal is ruining her whole family for free. She brought her children into this. First of all, Rachel Dolezal, you have a platform. It's not one that we care about. But you done put your family, expose your family for free. Because you just like to continue this narrative that no one cares about. It does not matter dot com. Dot mil. <laughs> dot org. Dot gov. Dot net. Dot edu. Dot life. Because you can buy dot life now. Kara, <laughs> go away. No one cares. Rachel Dolezal. Next subject. I would like to give you guys a new um, gay life hack. We we had a previous episode. Oh, about yeah. That was hacks. a really good episode. <clears throat> and um, some of you niggas be out here funky. Most of you niggas. I didn't say that. Oh. But um, some of you niggas be out here funky, and some of you just smell like uh, water. And you don't have to. Cologne is a real option. Spring is coming up. Spring and summer Spring are great is coming months up, for and cologne. That is why we're talking about this today. Is this your sexual health, or this just hot topics? So this is a gay life hack. Okay. And in this gay life hack, I would like to talk about cologne zones and how to properly use it. Um, they say like the wrist. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna let you finish with the wrist, the neck. Mm-hmm. And what are the other? Zones? Those are pulse points. And so pulse points. Okay. And so anywhere that people would take a pulse for you, meaning like blood is flowing and it's real hot on your body. Hot and heavy. Those are great places to put cologne sparingly. Um, and so. Now that the temperature is about to go up, I would like to give you guys this gay life hack before y'all get out here um, spraying all kinds of shit in all kinds of places. Just all of them. Um, one, less is more. You do not have to spray seven sprays of your cologne for people to smell it on you. Even your Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Even don't your, spray seven. First off, don't spray. Ju- first off, don't spray Justin no. Timberlake on you. Period. <laughs> um, if you spray Usher, cool. Give us two to three. Okay. Two to three sprays. Yeah. If nobody can smell it, 
after two to three sprays, they wasn't supposed to spray. It. They wasn't supposed to smell it. People that are supposed to smell your cologne are people that are supposed to be real close to you, giving you a hug, fucking you, being fucked by you. Those are the people that are supposed to smell your or cologne. Or licking you, hello. Yeah. People are not supposed to smell your cologne when you leave the room. If the cologne has just left the odorous cloud before you got in the room and after you got in the room, you have done this the fuck wrong. Um, also, make sure that um, you put on your cologne after you have gotten out of the shower and after you put it on um, unscented lotion or coconut oil, premium coconut oil or premium coconut butter. So those things are bases, Ooh. and so they will allow your cologne to stretch longer, build off of, uh-huh, okay. and radiate longer. Um, but do it after, not before. And so if you put do your, I put on my clothes and then spray my cologne? No, you spray it on your body. You spray it on your body because your body will your pores are open after you got out the shower, and so your your body and your skin will absorb the cologne because okay. your pores are open. And then we'll hold and lock that cologne scent oh. in. And so if you do it like way after you got out of the shower, you put your clothes on, you put your clothes on now, and then you're putting on your cologne, then you've defeated the purpose because now you just make the cologne a shield, and oh. not something that's like it, it's not from you. It's just like something on you, oh. and something on you dissipates faster than something that's in you. Uh oh, mm. that's <laughs> another word. For, <laughs> that's another word for another day. Um, and finally, um, make sure you don't rub it in and break it. So a lot of people put cologne on their wrists and they rub both of their wrists together, which in turn breaks the scent of the cologne. You can put it on your wrist because those are pulse points and leave it. You don't have to break it and rub it in with the other wrist. You can just leave it on both wrists and let it mature and flourish without you breaking it because when you break it you lessen the value and you lessen the scent thank you guys so much for leaving us reviews on apple Podcasts. make sure you open your apple podcast app wherever if you have an iphone um search for here forward podcast and click write a review um the latest one says black head doc okay Mm. These guys are a part of my weekly rotation. Mm. Good times. Yes. And he rated us. You don't keep have to these, say much. You keep these niggas in rotation. You, the blackhead doctor mm. said, uh, yeah, these guys are a part of my weekly rotation. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the blackhead doctor and thank you for listening to Here For a Podcast. Um, this week in social studies, I want to talk about rape. Um, it's no secret on this podcast that I was in foster care between the ages of four and eight. Well, I don't know if y'all knew that part of it, but um, the beginning of it, the first memory of when I was sexually assaulted, that's also a part of the question for me here, um, is in 1991 when I had chicken pox. Um, of course, you know, like when you have chicken pox, you're like contagious and no one can touch you for like two weeks and... um at least until you have to stop wearing those little pink dots all over your body. Mm-hmm. Calamine um, lotion. Calamine lotion, yes. Um, one of the early mem- memories of when I was sexually assaulted by my foster care brothers, it was six of us in the house, sometimes five of us in the house. 
Um, the earliest memory that I remember is in 1991, right after I had chickenpox. It was winter, 1990, fall, winter, 1991. Christmas had just passed. We all had got bikes for Christmas, but I couldn't go outside because I had chickenpox. And imagine getting a bike for Christmas and you can't go outside because you got chickenpox. Ugh, just drama. Um, as I was recuperating from chickenpox, one of my earliest memories in my life is being sexually assaulted by at least four of my foster brothers they range from ages 8 to 14 15 at this point mm. um you know we were all in the room and they were touching and caressing each other and here i was four five years old and i was like you know what if my brothers are doing this i want to do this as well as a toddler i'm um torn away from my family my mother and father my aunt tried to take care of me but then she was deemed unfit by the courts and so I was removed from my aunt and like anybody that I knew as family so it's anybody where I could get a touch or feel or have a sense of family I was there in foster care with my brothers who were all touching each other doing bro jobs as we know now and penetrating it was just weird it was so weird but they were all doing those things so of course I wanted to be included in that because I felt and not knowing any better that's what I was supposed to do as a toddler. Mm-hmm. Um, Winter Storm 1994 in Memphis has its own Wikipedia page. And imagine being out of school. I don't know if it was like second or third, first, second grade at this point. Winter Storm 1994 in Memphis. We were out of school for like 10 days, 12 days. Oh my gosh. And just imagine we were at the house all the time with our foster mother who was like 68 years old. She wasn't always in the room looking at us, checking on us, cared about what we were doing. But you know what we were all back there doing? Touching each other. Hunching. Again, I didn't know if this was weird, if this was wrong. I don't know. Um, At some point, like the oldest person who was there, the oldest foster brother who was there, he was like 14, 15 years old. He had got taken out of foster care. But then his mother had messed up on like her drug rehab program or something. Because, you know, D.A.R.E. was a big thing at this point mm-hmm. in the early 90s, mid-90s. Um, but she had messed up. And then the older boy had came back. And he was like, so y'all stopped what we had going? And he reinitiated the all of us touching each other, playing with each other, messing with each other. The Is it rape? Is it sexual assault? I don't know what it is. Because well, we definitely were all, in charge of the girls. We were all willing participants, but we were all under the age of 18. We, under the age of 15. Under the age of 12. Well, y'all were all under the age of consent. So, what were we doing when we were all participating in these activities where we were... Uh, I don't even know. That's my question to you guys at the end. Um, so, I was having a conversation this weekend, and then I was asked... What would I do different? This is how it became the social studies topic. I was asked, what would I do different or how would I prevent it? And so, you know, sitting here at my so-and-so years old, at this moment, I really didn't even have an answer for things that happened to me when I was four, five, six, seven, and eight years old in the foster care system in America. I don't know how, and I didn't know that it was right because I didn't know what love was 
or what love was supposed to be or what it seemed. I didn't know, I did not know that these things that we were doing were wrong. I mean, there were times where I participated in this willingly, but I didn't know that it was wrong or I should tell our foster mother. I didn't know, like, so does that make me a victim or am I the aggressor? Am I a willing participant? No, it makes you a survivor. Um, I don't think any of it was wrong, especially all of y'all were under the age of consent. <clears throat> and a lot of times when people molest or rape or do things that are sexually per- pervasive, um, it's because that those things have been done to them. And um, it doesn't put anyone in the right or wrong category in that instance when y'all are, are all around the same age of yeah. six or seven years apart. <clears throat> um, it makes all of y'all survivors, especially if you guys survived, because a lot of times people don't even survive those situations. People kill themselves because they are stuck in this purgatory of, um, am I gay? Was this right or was this wrong? And depending and, on where um, you are in religion, yeah, it could cause you to take your life because being gay is wrong. I can't live like this. Yeah, and that's going to be my last call when we get to my last call. Mm-hmm. Um, So it is a valid place to be and it's a, a place that we also all need to address that um, uh, kids and teenagers sometimes um, when left to their own devices don't know things and when they don't know things and the adults are not telling them things and not educating them things, the adults are at fault. And when they are also unsuspecting... Even when they're like 68 years old? Absolutely. Okay. Because if you're 68 years old and you, you can't be an active parent and you're just signing up for parentage and you don't need to be, mm-hmm. you don't need to be. Oh. You don't need to be. There's nothing wrong with 68-year-old parents. I had a grandmother that was um, an amazing... She was over 68. Um, an amazing parent to me. She wasn't my parent, but she was an amazing parent to me. Um, and even though she was a horrible parent to her kids, she was an amazing parent to me, her grandchild. Um, and so it doesn't mean that in every instance, all of them are going to be horrible parents. But if you can't um, invest the time, the resources to parent, then you don't need to be parenting. Oh, wow. Um, but when I was asked what I would do to prevent it, or if I could go back, what I would do, I just really feel helpless because, you know, mm, I just really, when I was asked the question, I didn't know how to answer it. What would you do differently to prevent yourself from being raped five years in the foster care system? There's nothing you can I do. I don't know. I felt helpless. And then I felt weird because I'm like, I really gave off helpless. I was like four years old to eight years old. I really didn't know what to do. And I really, if anything, I can't, I'm sitting here now at this age and I can't believe that I gave off that I was so weak where I would participate in something like that. And so then I started self-blaming and then I was just like, "Mm, no, I was four years old. I couldn't self-blame someone who was 14, 15 years old from molesting me or encouraging for other children to molest another child. Absolutely. Even at 16, you know, like, molesting a four-year-old is wrong. You know this. It don't take rocket science. It's whatever the word is. I'm about well, to yeah, most most, most know that it could be wrong, but they don't have the buildup of 
um, consequence. And so um, me as a 30-something year old. 37. Tried it. Um, <laughs> I have a buildup of consequence to know raping a four-year-old person or molesting a four-year-old person is absolutely against my interests. <laughs> Why? But someone that's 14... But someone yeah. that's 14 does not have the same buildup consequence. of consequence in knowing if I rape or do something to a pervasive to this person, they don't know that yeah. it's going to cause that person a lot and they don't know what it's going to cause to them. And so that's why um, the age of consent is extremely important um, because they, they don't know. They're, they're just as much of a child as the child that they are molesting or raping. So, um, but I, to wrap this up, I was wondering if that's why I am so resting bitch face. I don't fuck with a lot of girls. If I don't, you know, because I don't want to give off that I'm weak. Cause I've, I've experienced a time in my life where I was weak and I was taken advantage of. So some young girls like, I loaned her $300 and she took advantage of me. Okay, girl. But have you ever been molested while you were four years old? I mean, like, why are you? all upset and give a wrist to bitch face in the club and why are you pushing girls away why are you unable to develop friendships why are you unable to develop long lasting relationships and those types of things so just mm, I I just wanted to tell this story so I hope well thank you for telling it um, I'm sure it's the story of a lot of other people um, and if you have questions about the story if you have comments make sure you leave them below so we can address them I will do my best to address them in the next week or and so. And I will as well. Is this um, for sexual health? Absolutely. <clears throat> so, uh, unfortunately, this week's sexual health is also not no. happy. But um, HIV has taken the life of someone else that was semi-popular in the gay world, gay social experience okay. that we both know from Memphis. I shared that person with you, and I'm not sharing them on this podcast because uh, they deserve their pride, and their dignity, and their respect. Um, but HIV has taken them out the game, and I think it is far time for us to be discussing whether prep is really deserving of the demonizing. By people who aren't on prep or not don't need to be taken prep. Yeah, the the demonizing um, crusade that a lot of other people have been on of, well, if you're on prep, you a hoe, and all niggas that just want to be fucking all the time is on prep, and all of those other things. People are still uh, dying. People you know, people you like, they pictures on Instagram all the time. They are still dying of HIV. That shit has not fucking stopped. It ain't even slowed down. It has not even slowed down. And so, there are people right now that a lot of us in the community admire, follow. They're our friend. That's the socialite girl. Um, all of these things. And if she's HIV positive, he or she is HIV positive, it's, it's, it's going to happen. A lot of times they succumb to um, diseases and infections that they otherwise would have been able to fight off. Otherwise, being a uh, healthy 
young, younger, youngish person, they would have been able to fight off. But when your immune system is fully compromised, like it is sometimes when you are HIV positive and und- and not undetectable, um, you don't have a choice. And so this young man that I'm talking about, he had no choice. He's heard this podcast before. He's heard me talk about these things before. Um, and had he had the option of being on prep probably four or five years ago, he probably should have taken that option. And so I implore you guys to look into the facts, look into the studies, step out of the stigma and save yourself or save your community. You don't, you yourself, you don't have to, I'm not saying you have to be on it. Save yourself or save your community. And I'm going to leave it there. And that's sexual health this week. Um, thank you guys so much for subscribing to us on Patreon. Go to here go to patreon.com forward slash patriot here for a pod wow what kind of drugs am i on those sounds like good drugs go to patreon.com forward slash here for a pod there's exclusive audio exclusive videos bonus content that we do not even share on the podcast um we just recorded like 10 minutes of extra content to give you guys for today um so what did we talk about a lot um also shopping for condoms uh uh-huh um sexual fetishes that we feel other people should be engaged in we talked about so there was like so much so go to patreon.com forward slash here for a pod subscribe to us get all access to all of the bonus content some of it is one dollar some of it is five fifteen twenty six dollars a month some of it is a beyonce ticket oh Hmm. we that rich okay i didn't know we was Mm -hmm. we were you can donate Beyonce tickets to On The Run oh. Tour to uh, Here For It Podcast at hereforitpod uh, at gmail.com. If you would so like, we would really appreciate it. And you can gladly give a one-time donation to Here For It Podcast. Just send us an email, um, hereforitpod at gmail.com, and we accept one-time donations as well. Also, um, Betsy DeVos is the worst thing to come out of First my of all, home state. why are you taking us back to this? We were supposed to be moving on to Songs for Our Souls. Betsy DeVos is the worst thing to come out of my home state of Michigan, and I would like to apologize humbly. Um, I am from Michigan, Detroit. Okay. 313 West Side, Grand River and Myers, Grand okay. River and Myers, A Mile Greenfield. It's some good dick over there. It is. And as. Oh, anyway, um, Betsy DeVos is the worst thing to come out of Michigan. I want to make sure that we talk about that shit because that bitch is. She's not I from apologize. us. She's not by us. I don't co-sign that bitch. She needs to go the fuck back from where she came. And um, she's worse than Kid Rock at this point. Kid Rock is also uh, something that us from Michigan don't, we don't claim that shit no more. The girls are still leaving the B emoji on his. <laughs> As they should. Uh, <laughs> but the only good thing about Kid Rock is he has made some good music in the past. Bessie DeVos has made nothing. Uh-uh. Um. I would like Betsy DeVos to go back to where she came from on the mega bus that um, Olivia said Annalise came here on. Okay, was y'all was y'all on the same bus? She needs to go back on that mega bus. Go back on the mega bus. Go. And don't call me when just you arrive. Go. Don't call me when you get go. home. Go. Just, just go. Lead your life. The song for my soul this week, in honor of Gay Pride Icon. Hello, Icon. She is also performing as Whitney Houston on the Bodyguard tour. 
Yeah. Demetria. She's on to set it off to a feature in um, The Brat. <laughs> oh, wrong one. In other news. Damn. Um, Deborah Cox. Oh, yeah, her too. Has an unsung episode that is airing this Sunday on TV One. So if you are listening to Here for a Podcast, record it. You're not going to watch it live because you're probably going to be watching something else that comes on, like American Idol. Why is nobody's American watching, Idol back? Nobody's Why watching American Idol. American Idol back? Nobody's Bye. watching American Idol. But even the dude replacing Wendy Williams said it was boring. So nobody's going to tune in. At all. Um, in honor of the gay pride icon. They could just get that money to Here for a Podcast on Patreon. Give it to my personal Venmo chat or my cash app. But Deborah Cox, um, I was actually listening to music over the weekend, and I was debating if it was going to be Tamia or Deborah Cox. And then I found that her unsung episode was coming on, and then I was like, "There's no way that you can deny same script, different cast with Whitney Houston." Uh, I'm sure- Whitney the fuck Houston. <laughs> Hello, the fucking put the the quote in front of the name. The fucking Whitney Houston, the icon, the legend. The- you you tell me Diane. <laughs> you tell me Diane. Um. So shout out to Deborah Cox. Same script, different cast. It's oh, your that's fault you didn't song? love him enough, girl. It's you. You loved him too much, and when you love him, he becomes unattracted, unattracted to, to you. you. That's also dating game in 2018. You can't give these niggas a lot. You can't give them too much. They appreciate the chase. Niggas love like, mm, Tasha might get this to me. Darius might get this to me, but Ooh, Darius mm. might be fine. That's not. Like I was gonna say because Darius said like he's six foot tall and bald headed. Bald head is a must for me. Um, so like mm, you can't give Lashawn too much. Same script. Lashawn definitely ain't shit. Different cast. I ain't never met a Lashawn that was Lashawn like, didn't even graduate. He just <laughs> he was never the smart kid in school. I never met a Lashawn. Like, <laughs> okay. I would like to meet a Lashawn. Okay. Uh, the song for your soul. You can have all the Lashawns. Because we are both career-focused, educated girls. So are we saying that we are going to... Not be... have Lashawns in our life. I don't want no... I, I don't want no another, frauds. Another well-educated... Um, yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, I would love that. But, they, like but them, niggas named, them, them niggas not named Lashawns. They pretended to be hard to love as well. They're not We're named We're all LaShawn. pretended to be hard to love. The song for my soul this week. Uh, Shout out to Bitter by Shantae Moore. I, earlier with the icebreaker, I'm still feeling it. I'm like, I cannot wait till we're done so I can just go give a live performance. Bitter by Shantae Moore as well. Hello. But so, so. so we're also going to have some live performances very soon. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to announce We have a. Mm, oh. Hopefully, we'll be able to we announce have a to something. You. We, can we have something and we're going to Maybe announce Maybe tomorrow. Something. Maybe. Maybe Friday. Um, the song for my soul this week um, Maybe Saturday. is. Maybe it's gonna be within the next seven days. Stay tuned. Make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, the song for my soul this week is a song that is by another artist, but released by someone else. Come on, cover him, <clears throat> She it was definitely a cover, but it really should have been the original. I will always love you by Whitney Houston. It is X Factor. Oh, by Beyonce. Uh-oh, uh-oh. The original was kind of important. Hashtag kind of. Says who? Um, so Lauren Hill did the original X Factor, um, and then Beyonce got in her feelings and decided that she was going to cover it. And Beyonce cheated on me. I need to record this. 
Beyonce's cover of X Factor is a song for my soul this week. Beyonce's cover of X Factor is something that is one of the most favorite moments, feelings, songs that Beyonce's ever sung for me because she sang that shit from her ovaries. She felt it. She just pushed out twins. Be careful. No, she well, she only pushed out blue like a month, a year before Ooh. she did that. Um, but at at that point when that was recorded, at this she, point, uh huh, <laughs> on the first on the run tour, when she decided to let Jay Z have it, and he was really only just backstage, and she was still letting his ass have it. Uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, it could all be so fucking simple. It Woo! could all be so fucking simple. Start from the top. <laughs> no but pause. you rather make it hard. Oh wow. And not hard in that way. Because I could have made it hard. I could have made it fucking hard. I could have made it fucking hard. Not your bones, Pop. What kind of muscles you got? (laughs) Who do I have to be? Who do I have to be? To get some reciprocity. Because I'm already me. I am already fucking me. And there's that. Why do you think who who else who the fuck else can I be for you to give me the same shit that I give back to you? Oh wow, reciprocity! I'm giving you great shit, beautiful shit, loving shit, smart shit, all of these shits, mm, except shit. Wow. And I'm Beyonce. Who else do I have to be? Who else could I fucking possibly? And I be? would just like to say, um, he's saying this for himself, but I'm saying he's saying it for me as well because. Um, according to what happened last Friday night, he said <laughs> Martel at the Superman time said I passed out on his couch, and I was crying because I was asking him who ain't got no bitches. And the answer was me. I I didn't have a I didn't have no bitches. The last bitch I had I had gave up. So, and that's okay. Sometimes you have I to give up. No Sometimes you have to give up bitches. Oh, and, and I gave up on that bitch. Uh huh. <laughs> confirmed. And sometimes, uh, same. <laughs> sometimes um, you, have to, give sometimes you have to give up on that bitch. Because I, when you ask the question of who else do I have to be, brr, and I am all of the fucking things. I bring the table. I bring the table. And ain't no answers, let that bitch go. Okay. And that's the song for my goddamn soul, X Factor. What are you here for this week? Do you Are you here for something extravagant that's going to bring the girls to the table? I am. <clears throat> you know, the table is where we are right now. So you gotta bring the girls to the table. So sometimes you have to move the fucking table and uh, put and put your um good bucking clothes on. A good old dance floor tease. Uh-huh. <laughs> um have a sip of water beforehand because you know you're about to go in. And so that's what the fuck I'm here for this week. Okay. When the beat drops documentary. Oh um, look has... at you, progressive. <laughs> wow. When the beat drops documentary is what I'm absolutely... You just stole my motherfucking hair for it. Oh. When? A whole year of here for a podcast. You just stole <laughs> my fucking hair for it. But I told you. Um, when the beat drops documentary um, is highlighting wow. you a... You stole my fucking hair for it. Okay. Is highlighting a culture that has been a subculture within gay culture and black gay culture mm-hmm. for a long, long, periodically wow, time. And um, I'm happy to see it come to the forefront. I'm happy to see it um, come to cinemas. I'm happy to see Wild Presents promoting it. Um, I'm happy to see some of my old Memphis baby mamas in it. I hope they get a check. Mm -hmm. Y'all are cute and stuff. I miss fucking some of y'all. Wow. 
<laughs> you could have kept it to yourself, but okay. <laughs> no, I meant what I said. Okay. Um, but ball ball culture and um, mm-hmm. um, dancing and bucking, Jay setting and Jay setting is extremely extremely important to our culture. Sometimes that is all some of us have. And when that is all some of us have, that is all some of us put ourselves into. And some of these gentlemen put their all into J setting and put their all into bucking. And it is such a career. It is really their first career sometimes. And their real careers, like some of them we're talking about in the trailer to the movie, um, some of them are in uh, working in hospitals as nurses. Some of them are teachers. And some of them are in corporate America. But their number one love, their number one passion is bucking and J setting. And unfortunately, they can't make that as much of a priority in their lives because of the gay stereotype of, oh, ooh, this is real gay. Ooh, this is real feminine. And ooh, you shouldn't be doing that. And ooh, this and that. How many bitches out there don't like to dance at the club? Huh? What'd you say? Cause we in DC right now, and this it's a place where a lot of bitches don't like to dance in the club. Oh, yeah. Bitches want to come to the club, be cute. Um, maybe get a nigga number and then get a drink and it's then so leave. And nobody the wants to. Nobody and wants. The club closed at three. It be so. Do not move to DC. The club is so boring. Nobody wants to dance in the club in DC or New York or in Philly. And um, I am saying this documentary is what I'm here for because I am absolutely here for going to the club and having fucking fun. And nobody has more fun than girls that are going to the club, bucking and j setting. And that is really for the culture. And I love us for real. My here for it this week. I am not here for um, the Frontline by PBS documentary. Well, it's definitely a link on the internet where they studied child marriage. And we just got through talking about child rape. Um, the youngest child to be married was in Tennessee. And Missouri is deemed a child wedding destination because... One, they don't allow abortions in Missouri, but Missouri is very relaxed on their laws that as pertaining to child marriage. So um, the youngest children to marry were three 10-year-old girls in Tennessee in 2001 who were married to men ages 24, 25, and 31, according to state data. The youngest groom was an 11-year-old boy also in Tennessee who married a 27-year-old woman in 2006. First of all, I like my nails did. Ain't mm-hmm. nothing this 11-year-old could do for me. I like three-for-one, four-for-one drinks down to the happy hour. What can 11-year-old boy do for me who was married in 2006? Shout-out to um, George Bush II. Um, children as young as 12 were granted marriage licenses in Alaska, Louisiana, South Carolina and uh, home of Memphis, Tennessee. We're coming back to Tennessee in five seconds. Um, age 14 is the most common age across all of America, and age 12 is the most common age when young girls get their period. Mm-hmm. So young girls start getting their period. These men that are around them start getting hot, and not even two, three years can go by before these men in these rural southern states get all hot and bothered and can't control themselves. And child, apparently 24, 25, 26, and 27-year-old women 
where they start having sex with young boys. Women, 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 women. I gotta go, guys. I gotta, I gotta go. go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Like this child marriage, child rape. There's so many. It's 300 million Americans, and if, even if there is a 100 million children, there is 200 million adults in America that you can do the nasty with, choose to get married with, choose to get pregnant by, and not even stay with him. And they can also give consent at the same time. And not be tied up in court. Y'all tied up my taxes off of this, and meanwhile, the police officers is pulling the girls over for traffic tickets. And you ran a red light, and you ran a... And I smell a... Girl, you smell your ass. (laughs) Move. Get away from me with this. I'm not here for it. Child marriage in America. Move. Um, <clears throat> in a adjacent issue, I ran into Ted Cruz last night. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, you ran into Rick Tillerson as well because the no, girls no, all got fired from their No, I, No, I'm serious. I literally ran into Ted Cruz. Like the night. person, Ted Cruz. Senator from Texas, Ted Cruz. In D.C. Well, yeah, of course he's in D.C. It's congressional season. I will provide you corroborative evidence. But uh-huh. I ran into Ted Cruz last night. What you was at? What you was seeing? What you was doing? At the and place? I did not throw popcorn on him, even though I wanted to. Popcorn movies. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm growing as a person. Oh, my God. You're from Detroit. I'm, proud. I'm growing as a person because Toya. The, Toya. Inter, the inter Superman wanted yeah. to throw. Not the inter, the inner. <laughs> both of them. Yeah. Wanted to throw popcorn at. Ted Cruz, cause I looked at him for a minute and I was like, he looked like that looked like Ted Cruz. And so I was saying it out loud with my mouth, my mouth. Woo! <laughs> and he saw me saying it and he said, "Cause you loud, you loud. I am loud. Okay, <laughs> you loud. Okay, I'm loud as well, so I can recognize." Anyway, he saw me saying it and then he gave me the head nod of, "Yeah, it's me." He said that. Mm. Yeah, it's me. He was proud enough to tell me. Oh, he's. Words. Yes. Me. Yes. Across the counter. Call me by my name, girl. <laughs> and then when I was like, "Oh, it really is him." Brr. I have I have a whole bunch of things I want to talk to Ted Cruz about. Oh, I have so many things to talk to the Ted Park Cruz line, about. The Parkland, the Parkland CNN forum. I have a lot of things I want to talk to Ted Cruz about, but I was like, "You have a, you have things to do." And he then, does. And me. He at the movies. He he obviously is not studying the search results from gun violence in America since 1995. But he got time to be at the movies. He got time to be at the movies. With me. Oh, okay. We had the same. And On a Monday. And he wasn't going to go see Black Panther. Oh, oh, okay. Or Wrinkle in Time. How about that? Uh, <laughs> he was seeing three billboards and... Um, I don't know what he was doing. But he was annoying as fuck and I didn't throw popcorn on him. And I am proud of myself for that. I'm proud of that. you as well. Cause I'm I I regret it a little bit. Cause I'm I could be on CNN. Hey, Ronald Matters, we're calling so, you because your friend he was fighting the Texas senator. Is still here at the county? <laughs> at the county? No, they taking me to the federal for that. <laughs> that nigga's a U.S. At the, senator at the city jail. <laughs> that nigga's a U.S. senator. I would have, ma'am, it's bill under five hundred thousand. I guess. And he was uglier and fatter in person. So they always don't look like that bitches. <laughs> so we have come to our. Favorite part of the show. I'm scared. Uh, it is our last call. Oh. And if, again, after almost a year, you have not been to this part of the show, the award sure winning here for a podcast. 
and the award-winning host Ronald Matters. Um, oh. I'm, I'm still trying to get some um, hey. Latino Oasis awards. Uh, oh, they announced their um, winners for the porn programming, and I was like, should I blog this or should I not blog this? No, it's Cuddler X and some. Oh no, because Cuddler X is known for with the other girls, no. not us. No. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take our last call and so if you also like to take a last call with us make sure you pour yourself a shot and this coffee, will be coffee the sunny no alcohol a cup what have you got on no alcohol <laughs> I know my fave is problematic right now and not a Republican at that RuPaul's Drag Race season 10. Uh, RuPaul's getting the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next week. <sighs> so RuPaul's Drag Race season 10. My top three picks are Monet Exchange. Oh, I didn't look at all of Monique them. Hart and Mayhem Miller. Well, That's a good name. from the beginning, it's been Mayhem because I've seen Mayhem when the other Drag Race girls go to perform at Hamburger Mary's and of course... Hamburger Mary's in LA records all of the performances. And in Houston, they have one in Houston too. Especially right? when, the, yes, I went there with my cousin. Yeah, they have one in Houston. Um, my second cousin. But um, shout out to RuPaul's Drag Race season ten. This week, RuPaul's crowns All Star season, All Stars three. Shangela. Shangela gets my vote as well. Shangela about to win it. If Shangela don't win it and Trixie win it, I'm the girls were saying team. tricky, trick, tricky, <laughs> tricky, <laughs> indeed, tricky. <laughs> Trixie Mattel Stunts. shows. Trixie Mattel. If Trixie wins, it's a stunt. We love Kennedy and we love BB. BB already has a crown. Kennedy, we love. But if it came down to Kennedy and Shangela. No, it ain't gonna come down to Kennedy and Shangela. Shangela it's gonna come down to Shangela and Trixie. Kennedy ain't got no no business being there, just like Roxy ain't had no business being there when she was there. Kennedy is in the same seat as Roxy. She just should be happy to be there. Um. Also, Asia O'Hara season ten in the promos. Her wig was like this triangle cut at the top, but it was a mug coming down. And I was like, she's Asia O'Hara. So is she related to the other O'Hara girl, the Elephant Queen that's on? They're both supposed to be in the same house, but they don't look like they're so, from the same house. They're supposed to be in the same house as Fifi. Fifi's supposed to be somebody's grandmother. I wouldn't want her to be my mother. I don't mother. live for Fifi. So, well, um, I live for her 365 days of drag tease that she did on social media. But outside of that, Fifi is just a villain. She's very omarosa and she secretly enjoys it. Yeah. And that's why she, so, mm, mm, whatever. There's that. But my here for it this <clears throat> week is RuPaul's Last Drag call. Race Season 10. Last call. I'm definitely rooted for Everybody Black, um, Monet Exchange, Monique Hart, Mayhem Miller, and Asia O'Hara. How about right. that? Four black girls. I'm excited that's a to lot see for Rude in one season. I'm excited to see him. Hopefully, uh, take the condom off. Pull it from the back. <laughs> You on Make prep? sure you take your prep first. You on prep? Um, my last call this week is to Andrew Leach. Um, Andrew Leach is the bisexual uh, 12-year-old young boy who killed himself in mm. South Haven, Mississippi uh, over the past weekend for being bullied. Um, we are in a flux and continued flux mm-hmm. of people being bullied and people being ostracized in schools 
and wondering how things end up the way that they are. Um, he is my last call because he came out and the reason that he killed himself was because he came out and received such a negative reaction in such a negative fucking space. Um, someone who has lived in Memphis, myself, and my co-host is from Memphis, we know that a lot of times people can not be as open-minded as they should be. And even in the case of uh, a white 12-year-old young man, um, people were not as open-minded as they should have been. Um, he expressed that he had feelings towards men, boys, excuse me, boys and girls, and that was met with open criticism, judgment, and hate, which resulted in this young man killing himself and hanging himself and leaving a letter for his parents. Andrew Leach really needs to be the last Andrew Leach. And until we all can get on the same fucking page. Everyone listening to this podcast. Until we can get all on the same fucking page. That being gay is not a fucking crime. I don't care about your religion. I don't care about your feelings. Being gay or being bisexual is not a crime. And no one should be hung for it. By you or by themselves. That's my last call this week. Well, shout out to um, your last call because I agree. There should be no, there should be none. But Mississippi in education and South Haven teen, fucking Mississippi. Pregnancy. South Haven is very progressive. Let's be very clear. South, ha- South Haven is very progressive because Memphis and Nashville are very progressive for Tennessee and South Haven is like ooh, three steps from Memphis. And so it's like really close to being progressive. But that's very telling though. And so even if even if it's progressive in that if you manner. Can, even if you can see like, okay, South Haven is trash. But when I finish school, I can move to Memphis or I can move to Nashville and find a life for myself. But you're like, Trout, this is eight, ten years from now. I can't even... I no, this baby was there should be There should be no place in America. There should be no place in America where you don't feel like you could live your life as yourself and be yourself. But in Trump's America, where everybody who does not look like Donald Trump... And nobody looks like that. <laughs> um, I would not want to. Nobody, nobody does. But this baby was 12. And his 16-year-old brother found him yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. Wrote a letter. Wrote a letter to everyone in his family. That's um, it, it. We don't need no more stories like this. We don't. This story is very old. We have heard it all before. Mm-hmm. Tell people to change. Tell people around you. Because if Tell you're listening to this, you. you already, you already, you already feel like. Nobody should have to die because they are bisexual or gay. If you're listening to this right now, I'm pretty sure if you've already gotten to an hour and some change of this, you already feel like that. It's about you communicating your feelings, your thoughts, your beliefs to other people that don't. And those people are the people that made Andrew hang himself. Andrew didn't hang himself um, because Christians loved him and the church opened him oh with open God. arms. I'm the next one. Andrew, that's not how Andrew hung himself. Andrew hung himself because people were close-minded. Andrew hung himself because people didn't 
look at him as a normal little boy. Andrew hung himself because people looked at him as other. And us as other people need to make sure that we represent to the people that are quote-unquote regular. Other does not mean bad. And it's your job to do that. And that's my last call. I'm done. That is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow us on the internet at Here For It Pod, hereforitpod.com. You can definitely follow me at Ronald Matters. And of course, ronaldmatters.com. The award, the award winning. winning. The Okay, I did well. Okay, I'm trying to be humble. The award winning, ronaldmatters.com. Make sure you follow me, the Superman T H E S U P A M A N. The award winning. I ain't won no awards. Well, I won some orgasms. Here for it. Like niggas, like shoot them up. Podcast and color. Shoot them up. Top 100 podcast 2017. And the top. Come on, the top. Yes, the top. I want that award. Can I get that award? 2017. Uh, We both award winning. Hello. Don't call us unless you got budgets. Emphasis on. Look for me on Black People Meet. As well as Black He Planet. not on there. As well as BlackPlanet.com. BlackPlanet don't exist no more. Hit him up on the platform where you got some money, some coin. Also, this week is our last announcement. We love Prep Me. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to be on Black Wicker Report. Oh, yes, you are. On Friday. Church announcement tease, realness, alerts. We're not in church, though. Um, I'm going to be on Black Liquor Report this Friday. So, if you have never heard an episode of Black Liquor Report, don't know what it is, make sure that you subscribe, like, share, and go over there. Because I am going to be over there, and I'm going to be saying some shit to my heterosexual... Heterosexual? I felt like I said that wrong. I don't even know how to say it. That's why. My heterosexual brothers and sisters... Over at Brown Liquor Report on Friday. Thank you guys so very much. We appreciate you. We love you. See you next week. Bye. Make sure you follow us on the internet because we might possibly hashtag more than likely. I have an announcement for you guys, and there's like 10 select listeners, 20 select listeners of Here for a Podcast will be receiving a message to their inbox for next week's episode. Hopefully it's you. Bye. I'm not gay. I gotta go. I gotta find me a woman. Women, women, women. I gotta go, guys. I gotta go.